0: Welcome to Chapel Chats. I am your temporary host, student producer Erica Irish, and I'm here to welcome you to this very special episode. Before Thanksgiving break, and before we found out classes would be going online, our chaplain, the Reverend Dr. Hannah Adams Ingram, and I asked you to send us questions for a new Ask Me Anything series. We're so excited to announce we received our first question from a listener and it touches on a timely topic, how to adapt our spiritual and religious practices to the challenges of the pandemic. Stick around for some great advice from Hannah about how to keep learning, building community, and making space for the sacred rituals we missed during COVID-19. We hope you can join us. Wherever you are on life's journey, you are welcome in our Chapel Chats. Hi, Hannah. Thanks for having me on for this special segment. I'm so excited to report that we've received our first AMA question for you. Um, for those familiar with the show, you'll know that we've been uh, asking listeners to submit any and all questions to Chaplain Hannah, um, and we've received our first one. So let's give that a listen.
1: In the times that we're in now, when we can't physically attend church, what are some things that we can do to still stay connected to our faith, even if we can't regularly attend Mass?
0: So Hannah, clearly in this question, the listener is pretty concerned about the pandemic and how that has altered uh, her religious and spiritual experience, um, you know, with restrictions around public health, it's she's wondering how people can still get the best experience possible in their faith. Um, So can you talk a little bit about why uh, people might especially be missing their church experience or community right now? Yeah, I'm so
1: excited about this question because it raises uh, so many reasons why people like church or mass, um, and we don't always talk about those. We kind of assume that everyone is going to church for the same reason. Um, But there are three big reasons, in my opinion, that people um, do uh, join a church or belong to a church that feels special to them. One is just being with people that believe similar things than them. So it's the community aspect, that social aspect. The second would be um, learning, like education, the preaching, the teaching. Um, And even if it's not education, sometimes we call it edification, which is encouragement, motivation. Um, How am I going to live my best life? Maybe a weekly service helps pump me up for the week ahead. Um, So that would be the second reason. And then the third reason, um, and I think people are especially missing this during the pandemic, is ritual um, engagement. Our, Our bodies being involved in spirituality in a certain way during church time that were disconnected throughout the week during um so this is singing this is community praying this is for many christians especially eucharist or communion um offering just all the ritual parts of a church service that help us experience something sacred a little easier um, candles and smells like all the churches are different in that um but church provides some sense of ritual spirituality that many people miss when we don't get together
0: absolutely that and those are great examples of why church is meaningful in our lives meaningful to people for a variety of reasons you know full disclosure to the audience I personally don't go to church it's not something that's important to my life but I know like Hannah, you discussed here, how it can create a separation, create a space, especially for the sacred that we don't always see in the rest of our lives. So right now, as we're dealing with the pandemic um, and trying to find ways to bring these elements back to our lives, what are some recommendations you have for listeners who want that um, and who need that in this period? Yeah, so
1: the reason I wanted to describe the three Kind of three big pulls to church is I think it depends on what you are missing. So if you can identify which of those three, um, sparked you the most of like, ah, that's what I've been missing this time. If it's the community, if it's the being around people that, um, share beliefs with you, you want to look for that in other ways that, um, might feel a bit different in this time. And it might feel imperfect. All of these are going to be imperfect because they're just not what you're used to. Um, But there are small groups to join. Um, InterVarsity still has their robust small group programming during this time. Uh, Their large group programming. um, Those are available virtually as well. The Religious Life Team still is doing virtual dinner and faith. And, And these things help provide opportunities to be with people and to, to just share that sense of we are like-minded individuals. Some people find this outside of religion. Um, All of the social organizations on campus are trying to provide that sense of community for people. Um, And then some people find it informally. Uh, You can create a book club with your friends or um, a project you want to do together or um, you hear people doing happy hours on Zoom with friends from all over. So there are some things that the pandemic has pushed us to be creative about. Um, and even renewing friendships that might have been harder because of distance, the internet's making easier. Um, so if it's the social piece there, that's what you want to start cultivating. You want to look for ways to talk about what means a lot to you with the people that Um, share kind of those interests. If it's missing teaching and preaching and encouragement and motivation, um, welcome to 2020 because there are opportunities everywhere. Um, There are podcasts, there are TED Talks, there's this podcast, Um, there are Virtual church services and sermons, they're still streaming um, that help with that piece. They might not always make you feel like you're part um, of the community piece, which is why I didn't mention it before, but it might still help you connect to the teaching piece. Um, and if anyone's looking for something particular uh, for that, I'm happy to help find. Um, they're so, they're just podcasts out. Just there's so many um, that are good and spiritual and um, or not. There's just all sorts of things. The third thing is a really fun one, the ritual piece. Um, I think people are sometimes intimidated to create ritual on their own. um, And yet all of our spiritual practices um, have components that that are Are reproducible in our own lives. Um, So, prayer candles is something that I connect a lot to. Um, In the residence halls, you have to use battery operated candles, but you can have candles. Uh, The chapel even has candles that um, I will provide to students who are um, seeking that, seeking to cultivate a practice um, in their room around that. Um, I myself have a little altar table in my house. Um, that is how I set aside some time for ritual um, to be still. Um, many people connect to the stillness through music uh, or mindfulness practices, meditation. Um, these are all embodied practices. So if you're missing the ritual, I would think of how do you let your senses engage spirituality. Um, that's something that churches do that we don't always think to do in our own lives and we could really be missing. Um, so if you don't have space to create your own little altar table, um, you could have a box of things that you pull out when you do want that space. Um, so it could have candles in it. It could have um like scent sprays. Um, some people really like the meditation sprays or like lavender oil or essential oils at all that can kind of help, um, calm you. Uh, I have post-it notes or little scraps of paper that I write down people's names that I'm thinking of or stresses I'm carrying. And um, so when I enter into that space, kind of, it's just some candles and pieces of paper, um, and smells, uh, maybe artwork that means something to me. I have friends that uh, use nature as part of their altar table. They might pull in pretty leaves from outside um, to feel grounded. Um, That third piece is just the embodied piece. How can you think through letting your body experience spirituality? So whether that's music, whether that's candles, whether that's movement and breathing and yoga, any of those are good options to think. How can I set some time aside to engage in that spirituality?
0: For sure. And I, I love how you phrase this as embodied practices, something where you're involving all five of your senses and really being present in the moment. I think students can definitely relate. That's not something we always get in our daily lives. So setting aside space for that is excellent. And Hannah, I know you're a big advocate for getting outside, going outdoors. Uh, So like maybe could you talk a little bit about how that could fit into this ritual discussion? Because we've talked a lot here about creating a space in your dorm or in your home. But what about getting out and using other experiences to embody ritual as well?
1: Yeah, so I think that outside, I mean, there's so much research that being outside is just transformative for us particularly in a western culture that is inside based um that we're missing something when we don't have time outside to feel grounded um to be reminded that we are just a small part of the world um often our our perspective is so limited to all the stress we're feeling in our lives that we forget um, until we go outside and see how giant the sky is um, and how tall the trees are and how loud the birds and the insects are. Um, That reminds us, uh, it helps us have a better perspective of, okay, we're just a piece of this larger world. Um, The other thing I like about outside is I think that it can be used in any of these three spiritual needs, whether it's community, teaching, or um, embodied practice. Because um, you can go on a walk with a friend if you're missing that social piece. And so that gets to happen together. Um, Or you can listen to a podcast while you're walking, which is also good for your learning. Like that um, anytime we do something
2: while we're moving is actually, It's just different than if we're just sitting there staring. Um, And then for the embodied practice, just walking or jogging and not listening to anything is good for us to let our minds wander, to let um, there be space that is not filled with um, media and technology. Uh, So I think when people do think about going outside, whether it's for a walk or to sit and lay or jogging, any of those things you should ask what your goal is as well. Um, If it's one of these three, you would have to uh, interact with that differently. Um, I think that we take for granted if we go outside, we should definitely have our headphones on at all times. (laughs) But if if you're really trying to connect to the world around you, you might have to put your headphones up for a minute and just wander around. Um, And that would be that third embodied practice. So what's great about outside is you could connect these these three in different combinations, which is what church is good at, is letting you do all three. So if you can find ways to do two or three at a time, um, that might help with your spiritual practice as well.
0: Excellent. this is fantastic advice, Hannah. Again, not just for somebody who, like this listener, seeking a church specific experience, but really for any student seeking more self, self-care or spirituality. Um, I just love everything we've talked about here. Um, so, thank you for the answer to our listener who submitted the question. Thank you so much for participating. And to our listeners of this current episode, just a reminder we are always open to your questions for the AMA Ask Me Anything series for Chaplain Hannah. Uh, please send them, um, if you're comfortable, in a voice memo to our email, which is chapelchatspod@gmail.com, at gmail.com. Um, and you're also free to send them in a text question if you prefer. Um, Hannah, thanks again. This has been wonderful, and I'm so glad we got our first question.
1: I know. This is fun. Keep them coming, everyone.
2: This episode was produced by Erica Irish. The music is High Ride by Blue Dot Session podcast artwork is by riley jones we'll see you next time